Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Okay, look, you little scallywag. You climb aboard my pirate ship. What do you think you're doing here? Well, you know, I, I'm just serving drinks, you know? That's what I'm here. I got the, I got the tutu on and everything. Oh, you're the, you're the hired help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, hey, uh, I got you your uh, extra special creamy uh, with the gemstones in it. Oh, I love the gemstones. They just think... You just put them in your teeth? Yeah. So it looks like you're real fancy. So I, I wasn't, li- I, I missed what you said because I was listening to this show. You know, I got this show, these things in my ears, and I listen to these shows because I, you know, I just bored just serving drinks. Oh, what are you listening to? And which, can I see? I, 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 I'm just going to oh, take oh, one out. It's, oh, it's my ear. Oh, yo. Whoa, okay. Okay, there you go. We're, we're very close now. <laughs> Hey, no, we was having this kind of nice. work relationship. Hugging and snuggling like this here. Hi. What was your name again? Oh, uh, Gru. Uh, I'm Gru. Uh, the show. Let's talk about the show. I'm getting uncomfortable. Yeah, the yeah, show no. is uh, Moon Moonbase. It's about uh, the dark side of the moon. That reminds me of a song I once knew. Oh, yeah. I've heard that one, too. When you found me on the do- Moonbase Theater out. I've heard about that show. But wait, who's this Roger Brigado Fisher guy? Oh, What's he yeah, talking about? Yeah, well, you see, you want to know if he gets back home because he's stuck on the moon and all oh, the dogs, I cry. Every time he talks to the dogs, I lose it. Oh, oh God, it's oh, so it's good. getting to one of those parts right now. Oh, no. I'm not. Oh, no. You got another one of those drinks? I think I'm going to need it. Yeah, here you go. Thanks. Okay. I, I'm okay, just, just gonna so take you this. know, we're going to hit play on... On, on this episode with a little compilation of Moonbase Theta Out featuring the first two broadcasts from Season 1 and then a personal log from Season 2. Come on back at the end and Cass will let you know about more details about Moonbase Theta Out. It's going to be so good. It's going to be good. Here we go. This is Consortium Channel 5, Moonbase Reports and Broadcasts. The Combined Corporate Moonbase Project, a sign of our ongoing success. Broadcasting, this is Roger Brigado Fisher, Communications, Moonbase Theta. The date is August 4th, 2098. The time is 10.15. We are now at 20 weeks before base shutdown. According to guidelines, the majority of our crew has gone into stasis to conserve resources. Still awake from our 42-person complement are myself, Nessa Chong, Agriculture, Shwini Ray, Astrophysics, Michelle Langlois, Security, and Wilder, Base Maintenance. This is as per your list, other than the replacement with Nessa. Our other farmer, Harold McVett, was a medical induction due to respiratory distress. A full report will be transmitted after this broadcast. Tasks for the shutdown sequence are outlined in the memo approved by senior management. These will be assigned as they best suit each team member and include the ramping down of all mining operations, programming the radio telescopes for remote operation, closing down all active experiments, and saving off data. Experiments requiring special attention include Bristol, where the hedgehogs will need to transition to Earth standard atmosphere, Pixie, where the hallucinogenic agents must be neutralized without aspiration, and decisions must be made regarding the mutated tardigrades from Project Grobear. 
All team members will assist in the sterilizing and space-proofing of laboratory areas as they are closed off. All active crew will also take shifts monitoring the stasis pods, as we have already noted some variations in the reports. We'd like to request the full shutdown logs from bases Alpha through Eta to see if they experienced any of the same. None of us are experts in this area. The additional data would be helpful. Naturally, we're all looking forward to waking up safe and sound back on Earth. We appreciate you making this a priority. We would have accessed the information directly, but our link to the bases on the near side remains broken. I'd like to take an inspection tour of the microwave transmission towers. Please see my requests of June 28th, July 12th, and August 1st. Michelle will not release the rover vehicle for my use without your signed approval, despite my numerous, numerous requests. Of course, this means we have lost video links as well, and with them our view of Earth and how things are going down there. We're starting to forget your face. Base operations remain within acceptable levels. Helium-3 stores are at 85%. Water is at 63%. These will continue to increase with mining at current levels. We've switched power to the polar stations as we're currently in dark phase. Food stores are sufficient, particularly now that there are only five of us to fight over the drumsticks, and three are vegan. I'll attach the numbers for that survey the entertainment wings sent up. We had every crew member run through at pre-stasis. The foie gras track had the most heat as far as olfactory goes, but in the traditional media, the sense around from Hanuman's children was more of a hit. Everyone's excited to live that on release day. Regarding your comment on my last transmission, if you review my employment contract, I am allocated 15 seconds of each broadcast for personal messages. My personal message is as follows. To my husband, Alessandra, I love you. Give Castor and Pollux a treat for me. I'll be coming home soon. Moonbase Theta, out. Broadcasting, this is Roger Bergato Fisher, Communications, Moonbase Theta. The date is August 11th, 2098. The time is 22.43. Base shutdown is at 19 weeks and counting. All tasks are moving forward on schedule, though with minor variations. There's been some dispute among the extant crew members over who holds responsibility for quality assurance and final task approval. Our management team, of course, went into stasis on your instructions, which left a certain vacuum. Perhaps in space you believe that was unavoidable, but it is becoming an issue, particularly in the monitoring of the telescopic arrays. Clarification is requested. With the reduction in active personnel, we've all been taking shifts in the observatory. Dr. Ray Ashwini is immersed in data analysis, particularly as deadlines loom in our schedule. They've been taken to sleeping in the chamber. We assist by monitoring the flow in real time, both from the radio antenna array and the multi-wavelength optical telescopes. Optical monitoring is, of course, only useful when observing closer and more erratic cosmic phenomena. We log variations for review, and if they are marked for follow-up, we alter our focus in that direction. In theory, these decisions come from Ashwini as well, but a lot of it has been passed on to bots they've written into the network. Direct feedback or sign-off on our labor is non-existent. It has been intriguing, being brought up to speed on the radio array, learning to read the data, to be sitting hundreds of meters underground, the array spanning the breadth of the Daedalus crater above us. All of space filtered down in streams of numbers and correlations and profiles that spiral like the galaxies they reflect. Quasars, nebulae, the unbelievable mass of a black hole, 
invisible but radiant gas clouds, wavelengths too massive to measure through mirrors and glass. It's a magnificence unimaginable to the naked eye. Uh, of course, it's my responsibility as communications to capture it all, both for reports and to use in crafting outgoing messages, but there have been issues. Michelle keeps inserting themselves into the process as if we all report to them, as if security and the natural order of things trumps science or necessity or beauty. Certainly, if we find evidence of an incipient alien invasion or encroaching development by a rival corporate entity, they'll be the first we alert, but otherwise... You see the issue. If you could provide a memo, perhaps outline a reporting structure for these situations, I, I'm not suggesting that I'd be put in charge. I believe Dr. Ray is still capable, given proper motivation and reminders, to manage their area. Base operations remain within acceptable levels. Helium-3 stores are at 90% and are being converted and stored for transfer on the returning supply rocket. Water's at 60%, slight decrease due to an accident caused when the sewage tanks were vented directly to the surface. Please note the attached map and adjust your landing locations appropriately. Two final notes, both referring back to my previous transmission. First, we requested copies of the nearside base's shutdown logs for review. So far, our stasis pods have remained stable, but these would assist in reducing some significant safety concerns. Second, regarding my request for vehicle access to inspect and repair the microwave transmission towers, Michelle has informed me that this is now pending with security for approval. I'd ask you to reconsider and respond directly. Personal message follows from this point. Alessandra, oh, I'm missing you terribly today. Pets to Cass and Paul. Uh, have you been watching what they eat? You know how they get during squirrel season. You've been on my mind so often through the days, wishing I could share all this with you. Should we ever need to escape the strife on Earth, I've claimed a nebula in your name. The mathematics are absolutely lovely. Moonbase Theta, out. This is Consortium Channel 5, Moonbase Reports and Broadcasts. The Enclave Science Wing congratulates Project Grow Bear on a nomination for the Breakthrough Prize in Life Sciences. Your tardigrades are tardigrate. Private message, reply, Alessandre. Um, just a minute. <coughs> Alex, love, I'm glad to hear the garden is still blooming. I know it's always felt like more of your place, you and the unending lineup of deer, raccoons, the occasional marmoset sneaking in to raid the papaya tree. But, but I did love it there. Not just for you, but for you. For your hands, the thrust into the dirt, humming pop songs when you didn't know I could hear, or, or having our churrasco there on weekends, keeping Cass and Paul out of the street by force of sheer will, or sitting to watch the evening deepen at the end of a day. It's a special place to me, and I miss it. I miss you. I'm... I promise, love, when I'm done here... No. No, I know I can't wait for that. I get what you've been saying. I'm not taking chances with this. I read the poem you mentioned. I like the final stanza better. Whatever view we hold, it must be shown why every lover has a wish to make. Some kind of otherness his own. Perhaps, in fact, we never are alone. I didn't know you applied for a base job. As much as I'm like, 
gods, stay away from the consortium. There are things you'd have loved up here. Things I'd love to have shown you. You've been reaching over all this, all this space for so long while I was looking at the stars too hard to even notice. It'd be nice to get to look at them together. Speaking of the stars, I hope they passed on my last report where I was working with Dr. Ray. Uh, the, the work was amazing in such unexpected ways. The, the wavelengths, the cascading data, and I've carved our initials right into the nebula. Don't you worry. Dr. Ray, though, I'm not sure if we're on a first-name basis yet, um, is a particular sort of experience. So he tried to put me on the optical telescopes going in like I wouldn't know how much that's a brush-off. But even when I insisted on a real assignment, he only spoke a few words before handing me over to the computer, and two of those were no chatting. Still not sure what that meant. I was just starting to really understand the feed right down to the binary when the week was over and I got the bum rush. Nice while that lasted, I guess. I definitely look at things a lot different when I go up to the surface, which I've done a few times lately. It's a good place to think. I'm glad you're still seeing your therapist that I didn't ruin that with my... I'm glad you brought him up. Not that you've talked much about it, but I, I know I haven't asked. Anyway, there are people who specialize in couples, if that's better. Wilder said she knows someone who specializes in triads. Irrelevant, but interesting. Yeah, um, it's something we should pursue. I, I want to pursue it. I should get back to work here soon. Things are starting to pile up. There's all sorts of stuff to check off for the next supply rocket. I have to draft a response to all those very important queries from the entertainment wing. Why aren't our technologies professionals more interested in the Neko app that places a small cat at all times in your field of vision? Why isn't everyone jumping on that new durian option in the olfactory? We've got all of five people left awake, but that's still enough for market research. And rights, always. Are we checking the rights? So yes, um, Agent Taper, be sure to send up those bootleg sensor out tracks and I'll sell them to the highest bidder. We'll see if that twerp from security is listening in now. He's always lurking in the hall whenever I step out of my cubicle. Anyway, I love you, Alex. I'll send another message as soon as I can. And if you figure out how to digitize chocolate and send it this way, I could make you a very rich man. Call it the WonkaVision experiment. Take care. I promise, dearest, I'm trying. Send message. Highest personal priority. This is Cass McPhee, co-producer of Moonbase Theta Out. Our show is written and edited by DJ Silvis and featured Lehman Kessler as Roger. Thanks for checking out our little showcase. If you like what you heard, Season 1 and Season 2 are fully available to binge, and Season 3 is coming to you in late fall 2020. Head over to monkeymanproductions.com for transcripts, bonus episodes, interviews, and more. And, as always, keep watching the moon. The Fable and Folly Network where fiction producers flourish. It's the last days of summer, 1920. Do you know where your children are? They should be playing outside. Come on, Chelsea. Mima says we're not allowed to go to this house. We're not even supposed to be on this side of town. Doing their chores. Why aren't these chicken coops clean? 
please, Father. I'll be good. I'll be... Ah! Oh, God! Obeying their parents. You look me right in the eyes and tell me you didn't steal this bike. Ma, no, I've been helping Mr. Diamond, all right? Lord, don't tell me my son is working at a speakeasy. Exploring their feelings. Let's go over to the apple tree. Gosh. <laughs> okay. But unfortunately for these young fools, the neighborhood bully has other plans. Tonight, you are going to meet me out in front of the old Barnaker house. Howling house? Why? <laughs> now, a boy scout, a tag-along, a doormat, and a delinquent will dare to spend the night in the most haunted estate in Arkham. Will they survive to see the sunrise? Or will they succumb to the hunger of Howling House? Your boy to die What is that thing? Is, is this the witch's library? I'm gonna kill you! Not tonight! Roger, make him stop! No! You watch! Run away, little ones. I'm so hungry. Listen to the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program's award-winning season, Night at Howling House. The complete story, available everywhere you listen to podcasts, and at CthulhuMystery.com. All the all the outs and free, all the outs and free. <laughs>